This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Dr. Fauci's new advice for America. He says wear goggles or a face shield. And the last thing in the world California needed, earthquake. We just had an earthquake in this room. And embattled Ellen DeGeneres. The warning this host says he was given. You don't talk to her, you don't approach her, you don't look at her. Plus, He-Man versus Shark. Wrestling a 400-pound monster. You're opening up the, the shark's mouth. That's, yeah. It's kind of scary. Then, the return of the great American motel. Why motels are growing in popularity during the pandemic. No lobby. You go straight to your room. And the plus-size Sports Illustrated model. Her bold new portfolio. You're being called the curviest model of all time. How does that make you feel? Plus... Heroes to the rescue. Go, 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 go. And the nation bids farewell to civil rights icon John Lewis. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello and thanks for joining us. I'm Mary Calvi in today for Deborah. Cover your eyes. That's the message from Dr. Fauci today as the U.S. reports its highest death toll in months. We all know the importance of covering your mouth and nose with a face mask, but it's believed the virus can also enter the body through the eyes. Anne Mercogliano has our report. More than 150,000 Americans have now lost their lives, more than any other country in the world. Americans are now dying from COVID-19 at a rate of one every minute. Wednesday's toll, 1,461, the highest since May. Now, Dr. Anthony Fauci is recommending we start covering our eyes as well as our noses and mouths. If you have goggles or an eye, face or an eye shield, you should use it. I mean, uh, it's not universally recommended, but if you really want to be complete, you should probably use it if you can. These are the goggles I wore when I went for my COVID-19 test at NYU Langone Health in New York. They're actually my daughter's swim goggles, but they work well, completely sealing off my eyes. Another option, safety glasses that you could get at any local hardware store. And of course, face shields are a great way to cover your eyes. But doctors warn, if you're going to wear a face shield, make sure you still wear your mask. Joining the list of COVID-19 fatalities, former Republican presidential candidate Herman Cain. Cain tested positive after attending the president's controversial June 20th rally in Tulsa. He was photographed sitting in the crowd without a mask. He would have tested negative 
at that point. Otherwise, he would not have been allowed into the rally. Eleven days later, he was hospitalized in Atlanta, where he succumbed to the virus. Just how prevalent is COVID-19 on surfaces? NBC swabbed surfaces in five states with a new kit that will soon be available to the public. Trains, elevators, public restrooms. And the results? Zero positive tests in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and California. Just two in New York on a shopping cart and grocery store bread bin. But in Miami, a shocking 20% of swabs came back positive. This video shows cops arresting a man and wife in Key West for allegedly violating quarantine. Police say they had tested positive for COVID-19 and were ordered to stay home. So how did cops know they were sneaking out? Their neighbor turned them in after his surveillance camera caught them out and about running errands. And look, they didn't even bother to wear masks. And as the state with the most COVID-19 cases in America, this is the last thing California needs, an earthquake. And it struck just as the morning TV anchors were preparing to go on the air. Lisa Guerrero has details. Concern hovers in the air at KCBS News in Los Angeles as the earthquake hits. The makeup woman grabs the arm of host DeMarco Morgan. It happened at 429 a.m., just as Morgan and fellow anchor Suzanne Marquez were preparing to go on the air for the early morning newscast. The 4.2 earthquake rattled the San Fernando Valley this morning. Bronx-born singer Cardi B, apparently experiencing her first California earthquake, didn't like it one bit. It has to be the most scary ever. We're going home tomorrow. We're going to New York. Here in West Los Angeles, the earthquake woke me from a sound sleep. My house shook violently from side to side for a few seconds. Then my dog Cupcake started barking and the texts started coming. Dozens of them. Are you okay? And did you feel that? Yes, I'm okay. But boy, oh boy, did we feel that. Khloe Kardashian tweeted, wow, that felt much bigger than a 4.5 earthquake. So scary. Oh my gosh. It's really frightening. The quake hit just as this scientist based at California's Jet Propulsion Laboratory was being interviewed about NASA's Mars rover, which was due to blast off from Cape Canaveral. By the way, we just had an earthquake in this room. That was interesting. Uh, about literally, right, seconds before coming on live, the earthquake came. 20 minutes later, the rocket was launched on its mission to the red planet without a hit. No injuries or serious property damage was reported. And just hours before the quake struck, Prince Harry was home in Los Angeles taping a video message that is some people asking, did Joe Biden just get a royal endorsement? He doesn't mention the presidential hopeful by name, but Harry does use the term build back better, which just happens to be Biden's campaign slogan. Did Prince Harry just endorse Joe Biden for president? It is undoubtedly an opportunity for us to work together and build back better. Say what? Build back better. Sound familiar? Build back better is Joe Biden's official campaign slogan. We have to build back better. Build back better safer, healthier. Biden and Prince Harry met at the 2016 Invictus Games in Florida, and from the looks of it, they became tight. The prince made the remark today during a Zoom meeting promoting eco-friendly travel. To work together and build back better.
It is strictly forbidden for the royal family to involve themselves in any nation's politics. Prince Harry can't even vote in the UK. And there is uproar today over President Trump's suggestion about delaying the election. He tweeted, with universal mail-in voting, 2020 will be the most inaccurate and fraudulent election in history. Delay the election until people can properly, securely, and safely vote. Uh, we've got breaking news on a tweet just out from the president. No election, even during the Civil War, has ever been delayed in the country's history. New York Mayor Bill de Blasio denounced the suggestion. Everything. Let's be plain. This is the act of a tyrant. The date of the election is set by the House and the Senate, so Trump's idea sure seems dead on arrival. And Kanye West's bizarre presidential run is taking another hit today after a petition to get on the ballot in New Jersey seems to contain some questionable signatures. Look, the handwriting is very similar. You can see a little circle instead of a dot on the I in several names. Other signatures feature similar loops and flourishes. The odds of having that many people that have that same exact handwriting uh, from all over the state uh, seemed pretty low to me. New Jersey elections attorney lawyer Scott Salmon has filed a complaint with the State Board of Elections. Took a list of the voters, they just wrote down the names and addresses, and then someone filled out the signature for them. If you are keeping count, the presidential election is now 96 days away. The day after we reported on a fatal shark attack comes this. A muscle-bound college student capturing a bull shark, and he couldn't resist flexing over the 400-pound sea creature. Les Trent has more. <laughs> it's jaws-dropping video of a college student versus a bull shark. Two hours in. Still going. It took 21-year-old TJ Minotillo two and a half hours to reel in the 400-pound beast. Tired. Check out these incredible photos he posted on Instagram. Who's king of the ocean now? We caught up with TJ today on Long Island, New York, where authorities are on heightened red alert after numerous sightings of sharks. You ever caught anything that big? No, not like that. You're opening up the, the shark's mouth. Eh? Yeah. It's kind of scary. Yeah, and I've done it before with smaller sharks, so it, it was no different. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a little bit different. It's kind of. It's a, yeah. a little bit different. Were you afraid that he's going to take your hand off? No. That one was pretty tired, and it was... It was big, so it's able to, able to handle them pretty easily. Just this week, a great white shark took the life of a 63-year-old fashion executive in Maine. Five other great whites tagged with satellite tracking devices are currently being monitored in the waters off New York and New Jersey. You must think when you're out here catching sharks about the potential danger. Yeah, I, it doesn't really cross my mind. It's just a risk you got to be willing to take. After the epic battle, TJ did the right thing and released the bull shark into the ocean. TJ says since he started fishing at age three, he estimates he's caught as many as 300 sharks. And it's heroes to the rescue after an SUV plowed into the back of a bus. Smoke filled the air as the Good Samaritans raced to get the driver out in time. The driver in that SUV is in trouble after crashing into the back of a bus. And these Good Samaritans are determined to get him out of there. They try smashing in the window after he suffered a medical emergency. His foot kept hitting the accelerator and the wheels wouldn't stop spinning. Look at the smoke as the SUV pushes the bus down the street. They need to stop that car. 
At last, the SUV came to a stop, and the heroes rescued the stricken driver. Good job, girls. Yeah, good job. Wow, thankfully, the man rescued suffered only minor injuries while the woman driving the bus was not injured at all. As the investigation continues into allegations that there's a toxic work environment on The Ellen Show, more people are coming forward with horror stories. Now, a radio host is speaking out saying when he met Ellen, he was told, don't look at her. Ellen is coming under fire again. Be kind to one another. The talk show host's mantra may be, be kind to one another. But this radio host says dealing with her was a bit of a nightmare. The producers called us aside and said, now, uh, Neil, no one's to talk to Ellen. So you don't talk to her, you don't approach her, you don't look at her. Oh, I can't look at her. I found the whole thing bizarre. Neil Breen was the executive producer of an Australian morning show when Ellen brought her show to Sydney in 2013 and was booked as a guest. I want everybody to work really, really hard, hard enough to know that I know they're doing all they can, but not too hard that I have to pay them overtime. Right. So. <laughs> Breen says behind the scenes, things were tense. I can tell you the people who worked with her walked on eggshells the whole time and the whole thing was totally bizarre. Like... We're there to do an interview with her to promote what she's doing, but you can't look at her? Like, someone get real. The allegations come on the heels of a scathing BuzzFeed article portraying Ellen as the queen of mean, which has led to an internal investigation at her show. A representative for The Ellen Show said in a statement that they are committed to, quote, doing better. And it was a send-off befitting an icon today as civil rights pioneer John Lewis's funeral was held inside Atlanta's legendary Ebenezer Baptist Church, the same house of worship where Lewis's good friend, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., was pastor. It was wall-to-wall -wall network TV coverage for the funeral of the civil rights legend. Let's pause now for a moment of silence. CBS, ABC, and NBC broke into regular daytime programming to carry the funeral without commercial break for more than three hours. It was a service filled with quiet poignancy, a tolling of bells, and rousing music. mourners were required to wear masks and social distancing was maintained. Three former presidents were there befitting the historic event, but not President Trump. Presidents Bush and Clinton gave touching tributes. When he could have been angry and determined to cancel his adversaries, he tried to get converts instead. He thought the open hand was better than the clenched fists. Listen, John and I had our disagreements, of course. But in the America John Lewis fought for, and the America I believe in, differences of opinion are inevitable elements and evidence of democracy in action. And President Obama gave a powerful eulogy. I've come here today because I, like so many Americans, owe a great debt to John Lewis and his forceful vision of freedom. A fitting send-off for a great American. Before he died, John Lewis wrote an essay and requested it be published posthumously in today's New York Times. He says although he is gone, he urges people to stand up for what they truly believe in. And we'll be back with more Inside Edition after this.
Next, the return of the great American motel. Why motels are growing in popularity during the pandemic. No lobby. You go straight to your room. And the plus-size Sports Illustrated model. Her bold new portfolio. You're being called the curviest model of all time. How does that make you feel? And baby's about to get a shot. Watch the baby whisperer distract the little guy. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. As stiff as stone, the puppy paralyzed. Good job. Next Inside Edition, how Bunny was nursed back to health. Then, kidnapping heroine Elizabeth Smart, returning to the scene of another kidnapping. And I hope this ends up being a really empowering experience. Watch the next Inside Edition. It's the return of the Great American Motel. With everyone avoiding human contact, the appeal of just driving up to your room instead of dealing with a crowded lobby has never been greater. Jim Murray has more. Motels may seem like relics of a bygone era, but not in 2020. Motels are making a major comeback. This is the summer of the Great American Road Trip. CBS travel editor Peter Greenberg says fear of COVID-19 has people giving the classic motel a second look. It's perceived as a safer option because people are more in control of their environment. Plus, many of the motels offer their own little kitchenettes. So you're self-contained in that area, too. You just go out, get your groceries, come in, and stay at home. Here at the Sea Blue, after checking in, I can walk directly from my car to my room. No dealing with crowds in the lobby or long, narrow hallways, because here there are no hallways. As you can see, it's all open air. In Wildwood, New Jersey, an entire section is filled with motels from the 50s and 60s. They call it the doo-wop district. The reservations are almost impossible to get. In California, the Vibe Motel is offering family-friendly fun. There's a tiki bar. Don't expect luxury suites. The accommodations are basic, but the prices are definitely affordable. These travelers chose the Sea Blue for their getaway during COVID. I prefer this over a hotel. I can just walk straight to my room. Everything's clean. I'm not touching a lot of things. And no elevators and no lobby. No elevators, no lobby, nope. Let's not rule out that the major hotel chains are getting their act together in terms of their hygiene protocols. But for the moment, motels are sort of like the flavor du jour. It's estimated because of the pandemic, the hotel business has lost $40 billion in room revenue. And we'll be back with much more Inside Edition after this. Still to come, the plus-size Sports Illustrated model, her bold new portfolio. You're being called the curviest model of all time. How does that make you feel? And baby's about to get a shot. Watch the baby whisperer distract the little guy. <laughs> size supermodel Ashley Graham is never shy about sharing things on social media and now she's showing off what she calls her new mom bod stretch marks and all Ashley Graham is embracing her post baby body the 32 year old supermodel gave birth to her first child six months ago and now she's highlighting her stretch marks and curves in this photo for the swimsuit line swimsuits for all the photos were taken by her husband. I felt so empowered because I was like, yes, I look good. I feel good. This is my new mom bod, she declared. 
Speaking of curves, 27-year-old Sports Illustrated model Hunter McGrady is opening her bold new portfolio for these sizzling photos. She spoke with Megan Alexander. You're being called the curviest model of all time. How does that make you feel? Originally, it was the curviest model in Sports Illustrated. And then, of course, it got chopped down to the curviest model of all time, which I don't think I am. But um, I will take it. Hey, listen, I will take that badge any day of the week. Along with the Sports Illustrated issue, which is on stands now, Hunter McGrady also has a new plus-size clothing line called All Worthy, which is being sold on QVC. And when we come back, a doctor with the best bedside matter you'll ever see. Finally, it's the moment the whole world is waiting for, a coronavirus vaccine. And if you're a little nervous about getting that shot, you definitely want a doctor like this. This adorable baby is about to get his shots. And the pediatrician has a nifty trick to distract the little guy. Baby Noah giggles. And in the midst of tickles and pokes, the doctor delivers the shot. Good job, doc. <laughs> Noah's mom says she never thought her baby getting a shot would make her smile. Now lots of other people are smiling too. And that's Inside Edition. I'm Mary Calvi in for Deborah Norville. We'll see you next time. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Reyes Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus.